0: If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Glory and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to the Jews, Amen, amen, I say to you, Whoever keeps my word will never see death. So the Jews said to him, Now we are sure that you are possessed. Abraham died, as did the prophets. Yet you say, Whoever keeps my word will never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham, who died? Or the prophets, who died? Who do you make yourself out to be? jesus answered if i glorify myself my glory is worth nothing but it is my father who glorifies me of whom you say he is our god you do not know him but i know him and if i should say that i do not know him i would be a liar i would be like you a liar but i do know him and i keep his word abraham your father Rejoiced to see my day. He saw it and was glad So the Jews said to him you are not yet fifty years old and you have seen Abraham Jesus said to them Amen. Amen. I say to you before Abraham came to be I am So they picked up stones to throw at him, but Jesus hid and went out of the temple area. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise a couple of weeks ago, I gave a marriage enrichment retreat at St. Raphael's in Springdale. And it was about how, the mar- how marriage and the Bible shed light on each other. That is, uh, the, more, the better you understand your marriage, the better you'll understand the Bible and what's going on in the Bible. And the better you understand the Bible, the, the, the better you'll live your marriage. They are mutually enlightening they shed light on each other the opposite is also true if you struggle to understand the real meaning of marriage what does it mean to be married you will have struggle you will struggle understanding the meaning of the bible (laughs) and if you struggle to understand the meaning of the bible you will not really understand what it means to be married And so, it's very important to study both, to understand our marriages better, and also to understand the Bible better, because they help uh, on both sides of the equation. And uh, if you wanted to think about an equation, you know you have two sides, and in the middle is the equal sign in an equation. You remember equations back from school? (laughs) Well, that equal sign, the, the The joint in the middle that holds the two sides of the equation together is the word and the concept of covenant and we heard it twice in the first reading today from Genesis chapter 17 God said I will make a covenant with you Abraham and with your descendants that word covenant can help us understand both sides of the equation what is going on in the Bible and what is going on in your marriages uh, one of the things uh, I tried to do in um, that marriage enrichment retreat was to say that the word covenant is interchangeable with the word marriage now so a covenant is like a marriage so when God says to Abraham I will make a covenant with you and your descendants he is saying I'm going to marry you and your descendants. My relationship with you is not as a master to a slave. My relationship with you is like a husband to a wife. That is what God meant when he said, I will make a covenant With you I'm going to marry you that's how much I love you and that's why that word covenant is so crucial and helps us see how marriages and the Bible shed light on each other a a covenant is like a marriage and it is very different from a contract a lot of times we think a covenant is like a contract but it's wild, wildly different. A covenant is as different from a contract as marriage is from prostitution. Excuse the vulgar example, but I thought it might help you wake you up. Because in a covenant, you exchange persons. I give you myself, you give me yourself. In a contract, you exchange goods and services. I will give you this service, I will give you this good, and you will pay me for it. Hear the difference. How do we understand our marriages? As a covenant or as a contract? And of course, in a the contract, there are two parties and they mutually agree to fulfill the terms of the contract, or they mutually decide to go their separate ways and break the contract. I sometimes wonder if that's the way we understand marriages. More is a contract. And the other difference between a covenant and a contract, besides it being like a marriage or prostitution, is that the primary actor, the primary agent of of a covenant is God and not human beings. That's why God said to Abraham, I will make a covenant with you. I'm the principal agent. So too in marriage. (laughs) When you get married, it is not just something two people do. Because it is a covenant, it is something God does. And and that's what Jesus said. What God joins together, no human being must separate. So I don't care how big your biceps are. You're not tearing apart what God puts together. (laughs) Or, or, or. Did we really think marriages were contracts that we put together? I'm the primary agent, and so if I choose to Break the contract. I'm the one who started it. I should be able to break it. Of course, I say all this with great sympathy and compassion for people who struggle in their marriages, and I know a lot of people do. Nevertheless, uh, that is what is going on in the Bible, and that's what's going on in your marriage. And that may be why we struggle so much to understand both. Praised be Jesus Christ.